Hi everybody, top of the evening or morning. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Hashtag All Podcasts Matter. An emergency episode. Yeah, we had to talk about Luke Cage. It was super important. Yeah, we didn't want to be behind the curve. Yeah. This All right, so spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Yeah, you this... have not watched 13 episodes of Luke Cage. Spoiler alert. This is... And that's two black points being taken away. <laughs> this this is man the... took time off of his work. I did. Hopefully no one hears that. <laughs> that is <his> job. <laughs> No, I don't. I never lie about why I'm not going to work. I'm like, hey, I need this time off to watch Purple Rain. <laughs> and my supervisor was like, I understand. <laughs> go with God. Go. Do God. Do, do God's work. I think we have to review that. <laughs> oh yeah, we do actually. That movie was great. Wait, did we review it? Or we just uh, watched it? No, you have You never saw it. That was my first time seeing it. Yeah, and then Cage was mesmerized by this light skinned nigga on TV. <laughs> He's like, who is? Who is that? I'm like Cole. <laughs> that is your, He's like, that's your real father. It's <laughs> your, your light skin idol. <laughs> that's your spirit animal. <laughs> All right, well, we're here to talk about Luke Cage. If you don't know, I mean, obviously you should know by now, Luke Luke Cage is the new hates Marvel Netflix series. Yeah. Uh, um, he, Marvel took a chance on this one. They're building a big old universe, and they took a chance with a black guy. That's who's... You call him street level? You call him street level powerful? Yeah. Yeah, he's a street level hero. He's a street level hero and really a street level hero. But he's the hero that black America needed. Like shit. That's the Batman where he's not I'm not the hero. I'm here with the deeds. He starts off as a reluctant hero mm-hmm. and he kind of stays reluctant hero until almost the end. Being a hero is hard work, man. That shit's hard work. Uh, a very poignant scene is when every the they Cottonmouth does the get back, and then everybody's like, you need this. He's like, I got it. You need this. I got it. You need this. I got it. That's just real as fuck. <laughs> I, I liked how, how, like, how black this show was. This show is black as fuck. Let's just get into it, because we love this show. We don't think it's a perfect show. Um, but this was, other than the violence of Punisher, this was the best Marvel did on Netflix. I would say it's probably my favorite Marvel series. Yeah, right now, and, yes. And controversially, I would say this, and then Jessica Jones under it. Mm-hmm. And then season, season one, Daredevil. Season two, Daredevil, after that. Uh, season two, Daredevil for me, because Punisher. I mean, John, John Bernthal. John Bernthal. If if Punisher wasn't in that show at all, it that season would be kind of terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I mean, but but with him in there, yeah, it's amazing. His screen time yeah. was awesome, and then even when him coming to help him at the end, that was freaking freaking dope. Fun, spoiler alert: If you haven't seen Daredevil, too. <laughs> oh yeah, spoiler alert for everything. <laughs> yes, actually, spoiler alert for. But <laughs> any... in fact, Sarah, don't listen to this. <laughs> How about the spoiler alert for any sort of media that might happen, <laughs> besides well, aside from Luke Cage? Yeah, man, uh, the musical guests on the show were great. Man, they okay. So, a little background: If you don't know Luke Cage. He is like the blackest thing we need right now. He is a bulletproof strong Negro. <laughs> that's his power. It is. That's that's pretty amazing. Bulletproof and, strong and oh my bad. And he has uh, impenetrable. Oh okay, bulletproof. My bad. And he has a healing factor. They're saying it. Yeah. Yeah. Now I also wondered. So he's technically immortal. They said in one episode. Mm-hmm. And he has bulletproof skin. But mm-hmm. does he need to moisturize? 
Of course you do, because Ashy is still a thing. That's his his one weakness. <laughs> his one weakness. Ashy. <laughs> that was like, and see, see the original comic book, even the original before the comic book, his magical power was he had some magical cocoa butter. That's what keeps him young. He's he's got to have it. Yes, yeah, I was I was watching it looking for more Easter eggs, and mm-hmm. I noticed when he opens the medicine cabinet, I think I saw some cocoa butter in there. Look, actually, this black fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he had some Tims in there. He had some uh, some nice Italian shoes. Nice Italian look, look carefully at the five minute forty five second mark mm-hmm. in the first episode. You'll see it. And he was um, intelligent. He's well spoken. Uh, I liked how they did that because they can kind of explain. Why would somebody say "Sweet Christmas" in this day and age? Mm-hmm. But they made him kind of an old school guy, mm-hmm. where he has. He's a modern day dude, but he has sort of old school values. He has, yeah, he and, he, and he's an older dude. He looks younger than his counterpart Diamondback, but they're they're saying it by his his grizzledness and he has a healing factor, so he's not aging as fast as we are. But they pointed out that he's not a young dude. He's an older dude, so he does have. He's old. He's probably at our age or older. So. That's what I think of because he had an established life and shit like that. So that's how I think he's either my age, mid late early thirties or late thirties. He seems a bit late thirties in his kind of upbringing and stuff like that. But yeah, I would say so. And then he was like, when you quote, <clears throat> like, like crack me up because it's like you tell your age by his love for Method Man, and it's like when he was talking about the album, he's like, that was my that was my thing back in the day. And I was like, <laughs> back in the day. So that means he's around 20s when that album came out. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking too. Yeah. So, late 30s, 40. I think he is. But he's not going to age. Oh, yeah. He's immortal. Like a vampire. Or, or, or just black. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> when they, when uh, Later in the show where they were doing like dunking him in the tank and the scientist was like reading reading stuff, mm-hmm. I thought he was going to say his melanin. It's off the charts. <laughs> he is black as fuck. <laughs> Um, yeah, so and like just in, in the first episode, I was pretty impressed right away. We see like Oakland sensation uh, Rafael Sadiq, mm-hmm. and we just see like fifty the, years old. Fifty years. That man looks like he's twenty five. Exactly. He might have some impenetrable skin too. I I want to be on the set for mm-hmm. season two of Luke Cage if we can. I just want to get fitted and like get a plate to go. Yeah, it's just I think it's just gonna be like a good time. It's like gonna be one of the early Medea plays. Like everybody should be there. It's gonna be good. <laughs> Uh, stars is gonna be rolling through. <laughs> Stanley is gonna be in there slapping bitches on their ass and everything like that. Oh, uh, where's my Stanley cameo? Uh, he was on a poster. Oh. Uh, did you hear he formed like he filmed like four cameos in the past week or something? Oh. He's trying to get, he's trying to get him in before before yeah. uh. You time. I don't no don't talk about it. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Stanley, every time a Stanley death hoax comes up, I'm like, <laughs> you you really got to check. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, am I gonna have to leave work? I know this is the Onion, but are, <laughs> this is the first time they're actually reporting real news. All right, okay, all right. So yeah, it starts off. Um, soundtrack is awesome. Um, it is. I really, I really enjoy it. And they answered the question very early in the show. Are they gonna say nigga? And they did. <laughs> and they dropped nigga. That it, it wasn't a lot of nigga. But they dropped it. It wasn't like too much, nigga. It was mm-hmm. just like it was like, like how you don't want too much salt on your food. It was, exactly, it was, it, was, it was just enough. Nigga it was the right me. amount of nigga. It's yeah. like you don't want your cousin Reggie and your uncle Lester at the barbecue, but uncle Lester or cousin Reggie, <laughs> it's fine. Like you don't invite both of them to your wedding. 
<laughs> he was like, damn it, man. You don't invite both of them to your wedding, but one or the other, yes, it's fine. You hopefully one of them is, is yeah. Anyway, I'm not gonna <laughs> perpetuate any more black stereotypes. <laughs> who's who's your favorite musical guest aside from M E T H O D man? Um, mine, well, he, mine might surprise you. Um, Faith. Good choice. Mine was Jadena because I didn't know he made good music. Yeah, and uh, actually, he said the most niggas. He did. I'm like, Hell to the ch- I, I'm like, God damn, who? I've been sleeping on him. Apparently, I yeah. thought I thought every song was just classic man one through seven. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I when I first saw him, I thought that was um, Staley. Ah, uh, yeah, I like him too. He's dope. I love Staley. Staley's awesome. Uh, but then I was like. Somebody said Degena. I was like, that's not Degena, is it? I was like, oh, that's awesome. The song had way too many niggas in there. Like, white people are going to feel uncomfortable <laughs> when they walk up. Like, <laughs> like, is, this, is this the wire? <laughs> <laughs> like, but, yeah, no, that was great. That was a great part. Um, the show was. Speaking of which, I, also fun fact, Tarantino was displeased by the show. Not enough niggas for him? Not enough niggas. No, he. He said that a while ago he wanted to do a Luke Cage movie, mm-hmm. and he wanted to do like a 70s version of it. I imagine it would be a lot more shucking and jiving and niggers mm-hmm. with a hard, a hard, hard R. R's. Hard R. Uh-huh. As many times as possible. Mm-hmm. They, and, should, they, they should let him do like one, direct one episode. That'd be cool. No, nah, I hate Tarantino after this. Okay. He can get a hard fuck you from me. I never want to see him touch anything black ever again. Uh, I, I'm, t- I'm tired of he- hearing nigger in cinema. Fuck you. Tarantino. Hey, right but he he supports the uh, the movement though. No, he does. I know he does, but you can't say he, it's it's like it's like. Let's say you come over to my house, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm big. I'm like, Vic, could you <laughs> could you start bringing pork in my house? Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay. And then the next five times you come over, you keep you you bring pulled pork sandwich. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I keep telling you this. I'm like, you know what? You can't come to my house anymore. This is this is this is Tarantino. Okay. He used the hard R. And it's like really no place for that hard R anywhere in the world. But that's why he's making these time pieces. <laughs> he's like, no, no, nigger flew back then. In case in case you you can't see Vic's air quotes when he said time pieces. <laughs> but yeah, I would I would agree. Django and uh Hateful Eight. Yes, that was yes. his last two movies, right? Yeah. Where the where the inward flew in both those I think, eras. I think he's running out of timepieces. Like he might have to go to the future. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> where nigger comes back. With yeah. Vengeance. <laughs> Slavery two point oh. Don't say that. That's going to be his next movie title. Slavery's back with a vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> with Bruce Willis. Yeah. <laughs> you be Kanye. Uh, Nick, um, oh, sorry. That's a, I don't, yeah. Not want to go down that, that was road. A lot of two more ERs than we used to do. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Great musical guest, great acting. Alfre Wooder uh, came in. The, the, I like the the police officer. I even like the dirty crooked cop. He was dope, especially his like scarf. Scarf. Yeah, he was pretty tight actually. Um, it was. It was. I th- I it think- wasn't too okay. A bulletproof Negro right now is so pro black. People's heads are bursting. But that show wasn't overly preachy, and I did like that. But some people were saying that it was too conservative. I don't think so. And actually, I I think they did just the right amount. Because mm-hmm. when it gets too, you see my brother, 
the, 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 the bean pie is key to your freedom. Exactly. I don't. If they had told me to stop eating pork, I'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, whoa, whoa. Where am I? Where am I now? This is supposed to be a comic book, all right? Um, yeah, and I liked it. I liked it because of that because, and then they, but they weren't scared to tackle stuff like they they tackled when the cop gets killed by Luke Cage, air quotes, you see how police went into, we're going to get this motherfucking mode and how they use tactics to get people. They went hara- around harassing people in Harlem to get a cop that's been killed. And it ended and it came to a climax with a black officer beating up a African American teenager. And that's like, fuck. <laughs> I was like, Whoa, y'all went there. They said a lot without without actually doing it. It was a nat- natural progression of the story. And when we get to Meth Man's rap that we talked about earlier a little bit before we started recording. Well, let's that, go. Okay, so let's... I'm, we're getting a little bit ahead. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, this show was more... This was everything different. Like, this shit kicked close to home. Like, I my eyes started to water at the Meth Man part. But let's just... Let's go through the show a little bit quicker. Let's okay, okay. Uh, we meet we meet the villain of the show, uh, Cottonmouth, pretty early. Mm-hmm. Cottonmouth is a uh, Harlem nigga. He he is like tr- like tried and true. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's got a lot of style. He grew up in a um a Harlem uh, criminal empire family that uh, ran the whole houses back in the day. He inherited the business. He went one way while his first cousin went another way. She went to law school, I guess, and then politics. And so she's a congresswoman for the Harlem, and he's like the king of Harlem. Which is a great dynamic between the two. Like, she's kind of ashamed, but, you know, they have to work together because they're related. Yeah. And they need each other. Um, it touched on, like, Harlem isn't just black. It is very Hispanic. They We have uh, Hispanic uh, kingpins because Harlem isn't just black Harlem. They're Spanish Harlem. This takes place in the black Harlem part, but it's starting to get intermingled. I, I was in Harlem uh, last year, and I was like, it's not just black people. And then Puerto Ricans over there, you know, it's there. There still is a Spanish Harlem. And there's still Black Harlem, and you know exactly which one you're in. But it's still, you know, diversity is a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It introduced us, our our Shady characters. I love Shades during this whole thing. Shades was dope, actually. Yeah. Shades was fucking dope. And my favorite part about Shades was the Shades, because when he was serious, he took the Shades off. And I was like, that was a cool thing to me, because it's like, now I'm talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) My glasses aren't actually prescription. I just went for a dramatic effect. Exactly. And what, what I looked him up in the comic book and, 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 you know, comic book wiki. He actually has superpowers in the comic book. But they was like, no, 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 no. We don't need Cyclops in this bitch. <laughs> All right. So he's just a shady, uh, shadowy uh, white guy. Re- oh, actually, he's not white. I thought he was white the whole time until they said his name. It was like Avon Hernandez. And I yeah, was like, Alvarez, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, oh, he's Puerto Rican. They did not let us know this at all. I thought it was a white dude. No, he was. He had, he had a little a hint of brown. Plus, it said Alvarez at least once yeah. or twice. Well, no, they said it when he finally at the end of the show when he got booked. Spoiler alert. No, we see the see the thing I picked up was that um, white people on the show had like really annoying nasally voices. Mm-hmm. That's how I knew he wasn't white. Yeah, like uh, was way <laughs> a scarf, and then like the other, and then the other like one or two white guys on the show. They made. Mm-hmm. They made sure that they're pretty lame, which I really appreciate. Yeah. Uh, Detective Misty Knight, awesome. I thought she had a superpower for a second, the way they were shooting her, but that was just, like, coolness. 
man, I can't believe I was kind of. Should I ask this question later? Who's your favorite character? No, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit. A little yeah, bit no, later. We're gonna, we're gonna, let's run through the show. Okay, okay. Yeah, but Missy, Missy Knight is the greatest. I like, <laughs> I like that interaction she has with Luke Cage early on. Mm-hmm. He actually changed the meaning of coffee, but again, we're talking about that later. <laughs> um, Luke Cage, he, like you said, reluctantly, a gun deal goes bad. Um, one of the kids that's coming up in the barbershop he works in gets killed and that kind of springs him into action. Well, no, gets caught up in the drug deals. He, um, he tries to broker a deal to save his life. That ends up going wrong when they come in and shoot up the shop and then his mentor that passes and then one of the kids passes and that kind of thrust him into now I'm a hero and I'm, but I'm still reluctant. <laughs> I like how Turk played a little bit of a part in that. Cause he was the one who sold out, mm-hmm. sold out, sold the kids out and mm-hmm. why they got killed by Cottonmouth. It took me for a second. I didn't realize who Turk was until he was like, I'm going back to Uptown. Who else gets you? You all the niggas are crazy. And I was like, oh, oh, it's the gun runner. Oh, duh. And that, that, was, that was just one of the small ways yeah. that the show had a lot of Easter eggs that tied in the other series mm-hmm. and to the other larger Marvel and Some universe. of their Easter eggs weren't Easter eggs. They were throwing them at you hard. Like, Rosario Dawson say, I know a really good lawyer. Wink, wink. I <laughs> swear like, to God, one of her lines was wink, wink. <laughs> Stomp's foot. Stomp. <laughs> Cough, cough. He doesn't see well. Yes. You might have heard of him. He's a real daredevil. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I got it. I get it. <laughs> but uh, I know for a lot of people, this was their first introduction to the Marvel Universe. Yeah, my mama, for one. And it, it's that's fine. You can get it. You can still this, you can still enjoy it. This like, was good in, as a standalone. Itself. But if you've seen everything else. It was funner. It's a... It's, it's, uh, it, it's apple pie with with ice cream on it. So, uh, after Paz died, the dynamic between Luke Cage and the main kingpin, he's going to destroy the kingpin's empire. Not well, not I'm sorry, can't say kingpin because there's actual kingpin, <laughs> the actual king of Harlem, going to destroy the uh, empire. But I actually I'm glad you did say kingpin mm-hmm. because kind of like kingpin, they did kingpin and Daredevil. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of background on the villain, mm-hmm. and that's one thing that the uh, Netflix Marvel Universe does really yeah, well. Thirteen show, like there's a lot of filler in but, shows. But man, they no, I I, I want that. I want yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. I but want, it's good filler. No, no, but I don't want. I kind of rooted for Kingpin at some points, mm-hmm. man, just like I did for Cottonmouth. He made he made him human, like his upbringing. He grew up poor, and he, I, he was a real dressed fat dude. Like you gotta love that <laughs> shit, <laughs> pulling bitches and knocking motherfuckers out, like. And he was so well comic composed, but when you pissed him off, like when Daredevil, like when in the Daredevil, when he actually pissed him off and he had, and he beat up a blind lawyer, that was awesome. I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, that is awesome. He's like, don't just think because you're blind, I won't fuck you up in this prison. And he was so he was really cool. Like, there's only been two adaptations, but like I'm, I love Wilson Wilson Fick's voice in the cartoon of Spider Man, but I also love. This dude playing Spider-Man. This is awesome. He was pretty great. And he said Spider-Man, but I know you meant Kingpin. No, I'm saying Wilson Fisk adaptation was oh, in okay. Spider-Man, the cartoon. Well, I love the dude's voice. I tried that. to correct you, and then I fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's been a great episode. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs> I go use government names. <laughs> lose, my, lose their chain of thoughts. Um, then we go through that. Then they had to move on from one uh, one villain to the other villain, and then we come to Diamondback. Boo. Yeah, Diamondback, 
is I, the flaw wait, of the show. Wait, before before we get there, I love like how Alfred Woodard might be my favorite character, mm-hmm. Mariah, mm-hmm. when she kind of loses it. This is after we see like um my second favorite episode, Time of Back Begins. Mm-hmm. It's not called that, but you know where we get down yeah. back to origin, where we see that he comes from a, a crime family and that he should have had a dope ass R and B album if his fam- his family weren't in that life. Wait, Diamondback didn't come. You talk about Cottonmouth? Cottonmouth, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Mariah kind of loses it, and she uh, kills him. Yeah. Which is a a great fucking twist. I didn't expect that at all. I was trying to run away from all the spoilers. Oh, okay. (laughs) No, I'm... Oh, wait, sorry. Um, Let's just talk about our favorite characters, then. Yeah. um, Without without hitting all the... The hard points. Well, of the you already show. just yes. did. You okay. Just, I, you see how I just moved on from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I say I subtly is said it, we moved on. Is that why you were like t- like tapping the table? No, I, <laughs> like that's what I said. How we moved on from one king to, oh, to, to yes, Harlem to yes. the next. Yeah, I did that. Mm. Key did that. All smooth, right. smooth. Yeah. Well, you know it's been a long day. Yeah. All right. Um, my favorite character, of course, Luke Cage. I mean, everything fit, even scarf. Fit. Because they talked, one, a good show gives you a whole world. Scarf only had a few lines, but he gave you a part of this world, and he was a big part of the world. You take him out of this world, this the show doesn't fit. You take the police part of the, the police aspect, the show isn't that powerful. If he was just fighting King uh, Harlem drug lords, the show's not as powerful. The dynamic from... The wire they held, they wired this bitch. They had a corrupt politician, dirty cops, good cops, black superhero Omar, Luke Cage. <laughs> Any, and, well, it's like anytime you want to give your show some gravitas, you just grab a bunch of people from the wire. Mm-hmm. And honestly, every time I see anybody from the wire, I I like stand up from the couch and start clapping. Mm-hmm. And they had a lot of people from the wire in this. Yeah, they. My uh, one who stumbles, he was from Oz, right? I'm not sure. You I watched watch I, I watched that show when I was way too young and it Yeah, it was yeah. Scared you off. You made you didn't want to do crime. Yeah. You start I'm showing like, cold. I'm like, like, hey, you wanna do crime? <laughs> you gotta watch the eyes. <laughs> I got uh, the whole series on VHS. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm trying to do this without giving away the whole thing and we can't go through every episode. No, we won't. But yeah. I just want to touch on like some of my favorite characters and moments. Go ahead. Misty. Um, I just want to talk about how how dope she was, and I think it, it's easy just to make characters like kick ass and look cool the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they didn't. They made her like human um, as fuck. They made her, they made her human. Like she made she made mistakes, but she had a sweet jumper. And yeah, that was dope. <laughs> they 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 made like quick and small references to the fact that hey, she's she's from Harlem too, and, and they like. Harlem seems like one of the biggest, like a larger life place, but Harlem is a borough, and it's like what thirty blocks. Harlem is small. Harlem is not as big as a city; it's a fucking borough. So we might know Harlem as this larger life place, but Harlem is a part of a bigger city, like deep East Oakland. <laughs> that's what Harlem, East Oakland. That's Harlem to me and stuff like it's blocks. It's not a whole city; it's blocks. And so it was very. Um, tight-knit group of people. Everybody knew everybody. You want to talk about some of criticisms of the show? Um, I wanted to get through the show and then go. Okay, That's okay. Which I keep trying to do and you keep <laughs> stopping me. Okay, go ahead, sir. So, then we get to Diamondback. 
And this is what I was looking forward to, looking forward to the whole time because that's Luke's arch enemy. Candyman? Candyman. That's who I thought he was. Is, he can- is that? No, uh, it's not really Candyman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, that's who I thought he was. Though. I'm like, <laughs> I know this isn't him, but is that who you're channeling? Like, cause you see, you're you're acting like this guy right He's here. like, I just watched the Candyman series. Here we go. He's like, he's like acting fuel. He's a little bit over the top, and it's kind of felt like he was twirling his mustache the whole time. Mm-hmm. He, I would say, he seemed like the comic book adaptation of that from the seventies. And then Luke Cage was 2016 Luke Cage. Yeah, cause it felt weird, cause all the other villains in the show. They weren't really villains. They just they had their own motivations and mm-hmm. reasons behind what they wanted to do, what they were doing. They were some. They were regular. We've met. You've met a drunk kingpin before. I've met a drunk kingpin before. Yeah, right? and and they're just they're just regular people. Mm-hmm. But some blood on their hands. Diamondback is. He was he's, a comic book villain. He's Doctor Robotnik. He was a car. He was a comic book cartoon villain. Yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> like I, I, he needed a cat. <laughs> he should have had a cat. <laughs> that that would have been more menacing. Whiskers, get him. <laughs> Or he should have had some pet diamondbacks or some shit like that. Oh, that'd, that'd be tight. Ooh, that'd be clean. Only if their skin was also unbreakable. No, no, like he should have had a, a a diamondback like that was still poison. Like he should have had uh, like Voldemort. He should have had a snake. Hmm, I'd go for that. And he had a train. He was like, "Oh, sissy, get him." <laughs> <laughs> they should have had an old pimp playing diamondback. That'd have been awesome. Just like, oh. Bitch. <laughs> I like how the weapons were from uh, Hammer Industries, like a reference to Iron Man too. Yeah, your favorite Iron Hammer, Man. Hammer Hammer Industries. I didn't. I didn't mind it. I actually like Mickey Rourke. No, I liked uh, Justin Hammer. He was dope. Yeah. Re- remember when he was in Ninja Turtles? No, the nineteen nineties one. Uh-uh. <clears throat> uh, he was in that club scene where he said um, menthols or regulars. You know the club scene where it's like, "This is how we do it. Do it. Do it. Do it." Do it. You know that scene? Yeah. So, <laughs> but when I which when I when I rewatch it, I'll look. It's not popping in my head right now. All right, all you're right. trying too hard to reach it. <clears throat> That's how I live my life. Yeah, Mister Fantastic. So, yeah, very ju- heavy in the Justin Hammer, um, which I like because the whole world. I told my sister, I was like, and I was like, I told her how I was going. I was like, she watches some. She sometimes watches Agents of Shield. She knows about Daredevil. She didn't watch Jessica Jones. And I was like, I was like, all this is going to be in one movie and it's going to be epic. It might not be good, but it's going to be epic. So I got her excited about that. Um, Diamondback. So we get Diamondback and then we get to the third, the third quarter, third act, third act. It was kind of me. I mean, after, um, a battered Luke and uh, the night nurse are on the run. Yeah. And that was a cool part going to get him fixed, boil him in acid. That was cool. With, an, then, with another wire from, <laughs> actor from the wire oh, as a scientist. Yeah. And <laughs> Luke doesn't know how computers work. No, he doesn't. Which is kind of sad. Yeah, he just he smashes a computer <laughs> because he doesn't want the data to be good. I'm like, Luke, 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 Luke. All you had to do was throw some Sprite on that thing. Sprite. <laughs> Look, Sprite. Do you have any magnets? <laughs> do you have any magnets? Like, or crush it or damage it. You you threw computer. Computer bad. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm mad. Freaking uh, Claire wasn't like, Rosario Dawson was like, hey, 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 
Stomp on that bitch. <laughs> Throw it farther away. Exactly. I took the power supply. You'll never be able to access data. <laughs> He's like, it's been unplugged. I'm like, no. <laughs> Is he serious? You're going to have to order a new one, and it's going to take four to six days. I just broke your CD-ROM drive. <laughs> you diabolical bastards. Um, Did you... The part, the kind of like the final showdown was cool, though. It was, it was. I mean, not like the fight in the street reminded me a little bit of Meteor Man. Mm-hmm. But that was cool. Yeah, I liked I, it. I liked it also where it's like. And I like how it wasn't a lot of collateral property damage. Oh, yeah, because in real life, that shit is terrible. Yeah. They'd be like, hey, like this whole block has to sleep in the stadium now or some shit because yeah. we're homeless. Because Hulk would have fucked up. Hulk fucked up Harlem before. And they never really talk about. They talk about Hulk, so I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of want to pretend those movies don't exist. You know, like in in uh, Civil War, mm-hmm. they're like, like Mark Ruffalo's like raising his hand. He's like, what about the shit I did? He's like, nah, you just got here. Nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing happened wink, before Wink, 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 cough, 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 cough. It's like last time two motherfuckers fight in the middle of the street. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Never <laughs> happened. Pan that was ca- the Bronx. Pan the camera back. <laughs> um... Yeah, so it kind of ended, man. A good fight scene. It was not a super-powered fight scene, but it was a super-powered fight scene. It was like the equivalent of the strongest Tongans in the world doing some MMA. It it also reminded me of the fight with uh, Craig and Debo. Yeah. But I like that. I like that. Yeah, The whole city came out to cheer. like, And some of the corniness, like, Luke, he talking about your mama. I was like, really? No, nah, the show was funny. I liked it. Yeah, I know, but I'm like, really though. I was like, really, we're doing this? The, the mama yeah. jokes. <laughs> I, want, I wanted John Witherspoon to come out and say macaroni. Ah, <laughs> uh, he should have been in this movie somehow. Ah, uh, man, we just need to just every black thing ever needs to be in the next thing. But yeah, overall, thirteen episodes. But it, it wrapped up really well. Like yeah. I liked how it basically ended in episode twelve. But mm-hmm. then like episode thirteen is just hey, let's wrap some shit up. Yeah, and they did it. And even when they didn't wrap some shit up, the the ending, ending wrapped a lot of shit up. Yeah, and they uh, left. Did you think it was? I, I kind of, my skin kind of crew when Alfie Water tried to kiss Shades. Uh, it did. I, like, I mean, they kind of, they were kind of building on that the whole time. Yeah, but and and I like how like Shades was like, I'm not really into this, but I'm not gonna close the door on it. Yeah, he's like, sometimes you need some tang. <laughs> he like old black pussy. <laughs> he, I mean, he was, he was kind of hinted at that the whole time, right? Or was yeah. it? Okay, okay. He, it thing, he called her sexy, and I was like, I guess. Angela Bassett, woo, that would have been a good thing. Mm. Mm. She, I don't know. I Too too much, any better acting, she'd have been too scary. I'm like, ugh. No, the acting was great. No, no, show. I'm just saying, anybody, if you acted that, like, harder, it would have been too scary. And Alfred, I did like that part where, uh, you know, the one that Alfred Woodard in the club hired to do that thing. Mm-hmm. Without giving too much away, where she was like, I, when she lied to me, I was pretty sure she would kill me, <laughs> and I, I, I felt that too. I'm like, I'm like, you might kill me in real life. She kind of said some shit and then like went <laughs> off into the crazy stare. Like you never know what anybody's like. Oh, this bitch is in the crazy stare. <laughs> like this bitch just drifted off in craziness. Like oh fuck, what what the fuck just happened? So overall, this show was awesome. Soundtrack was awesome. Guest stars was awesome. Easter eggs were awesome because you don't have to like there's some Easter eggs we missed and we're gonna be like, ah oh, shit, we missed that. But the Easter eggs was awesome. They're tying in all the shows really well. Even though uh <coughs> Rosario Dawson Easter eggs were like 
she threw them at the TV. There, it's gonna <laughs> happen. Hey, you got you got to have some low hanging fruit. <laughs> she she threw up a couple underhanded pitches. <laughs> that, was, that was a dunk contest at that point. Yeah, on on on, a, on an eight foot basket. Oh, let's not forget also that this series was so good it broke Netflix. It broke. Oh, we're getting all this. Like this is why I was so excited about this because it's not even the review of the thing. It's everything this means. So now that we're done with the review, this one's actually gonna be a long review. So. What's your favorite part of the show? Favorite episode? Um, Method Man. Uh, popularizing of sweaters with holes in them. Yes. Because that's that's what would happen in real life if Luke Cage were real and this were happening. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just... Ha- Actually, I thought it was weird at first having Method Man be a real character. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's kind of dumb. But when then then when he explains that was just like a really quick way and like a way to add some realness mm-hmm. of him explaining his like our natural distrust of the police. Mm-hmm. That was that was my favorite episode by far. Like I was watching it, I was like, shit, this is my favorite episode. Like it's it's the episode where Luke is running from the police. Everybody has him, and then the Luke actually the police and Luke think they actually have guns that can kill bullets that can kill him. So they have special bullets for Luke Cage, which they couldn't really do because didn't uh, Diamondback said they're not as potent as the ring. yeah. In reality, this he said that they wouldn't really work. Like I had to yeah. But then we never really got to see him, so that was okay. Yeah. So, but so there's a man. There's a statewide manhunt, and then people are talking about. Oh, I forgot the name they they mentioned, but they're talking about this one Harlem dude who killed some cops and was running. He he had the. New York on the chase for him for hell long. And he got it. He was like hiding in New York for a while. They finally got him, shot him. And they was like, I remember when that's happened. He was like, the hood got you. And so he runs in the, while he's running from the police, he sees two masked men go to rob a bodega. And he was like, I ain't got time for this shit. But the hero he is, he goes in, he stops the robbery. And then methods looking at him. Cause the dude shot at him and it bounced off. And so methods looking at him like, it's you. And then Luke Cage takes his hood off and he looks at meth starstruck like, nah, man, it's you. And so they start talking about stuff. And then meth then goes up to the wake up show. That's not the wake up show with sway. And he's talking about it. And the world, like they're still in disbelief that there's actually a bulletproof Negro running around New York. And he was like, nah, they shot him. The bullets was bouncing off. And then meth was explaining that these dudes were like jittery. Like they, I don't know how, this uh, robbery could have went down. He's like, I could have died. He's like, this dude saved my life. And then Meth does a freestyle that was like a theme song of the ages. And I was like, oh, God. Like, that show, me and Kenya said earlier, like, the shit had us in their feels. Like, my eyes were watering up during the show because at that point, the show felt like nonfiction instead of a fucking comic book. And for a lot of people don't get it, a lot of the criticisms I've seen of the show that Luke Cage is a hero that isn't popular enough to d- deserve mm-hmm. a television show. People have had that had this criticism of Missy Knight, mm-hmm. and this this is why representation matters and why you want to see people who look like you on on the television screen. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Luke Cage, first and first, first and fucking foremost, if you say Luke Cage isn't popular enough to have his own TV show, they gave Jessica Jones her own TV show. So let's just stop that right there. Exactly. I have um, no who. I have no idea who the fuck she she's, is. But she's a new character. She's only been around. I don't for know, like like ninety six, right? Less actually, like, two, yeah. like Luke Cage is actually in video games, and he's been on other outlets. So anyway, let's go. And but, he fucking he fucks with Superman. He fucks with Captain America all the time. So there's been a lot of crossover. 
That, he was a big player in Civil War, the actual Civil War. The line that we talked about earlier that I didn't want to tell you about was when I think it's Cottonmouth that says, "You ain't Captain America, nigga." Yeah, I'm like that. I almost like stopped right there. I'm like, I don't need to see anymore. This is this is, <laughs> this, this is everything I wanted. This is the greatest thing Emmy of all time. And Oscar, yes, all of it, and Lifetime Achievement Award at the Country Music Award, <laughs> every award possible. <laughs> but MVP of the NBA. But this this show made me feel good to be black. Yeah, like I was telling him, there is no. Is my son old enough to watch this? Nah, you got to put him in front of there and just. This shit was like, it made, yeah, it made you feel good. And it's, he's not the most powerful superhero. Not at all. A good bullet to stop him. Hulk will beat his ass. Thor will beat his ass probably. But what he represent was so crazy. Uh, and they, they hit it, they like hit it over his head with it. They was like, it's a bulletproof Negro. At a time where we wish we were bulletproof, Marvel made a, <laughs> a comic book. TV show about a bulletproof Negro. It's crazy. It felt good. And I think about I think about that. And Marvel executives are invited to the barbecue. Yeah, that felt good. That shit. Um, very. It was pro black. So the reason why we really needed to talk about this is because a show this black and having black people walking a little bit higher after they watch it, uh, and it's watched by not just younger kids. People our age. It's my mom was watching this. My mom texts me talking about, "Have you seen this Luke Cage?" And I was like, "What the hell you know about this lady? <laughs> you ain't about that life. <laughs> you ain't about this life." She's like, "Oh, this Marvel shit's cracking. Who is this Captain America he's talking about?" I'm like, what? <laughs> um, it it's it's a feel good for everybody. It it, it is very all encompassing of. Uh, every African American hub in America, it has its problems. It has its people that have all the potential to leave but stay for the good of it. It has the people that take advantage of the weak but- and from low pa- from from coming from nothing. It has great music. That's that's something I enjoy like about Atlanta and this TV show because you see that. Black people are actually different. Yeah, you can relate to this guy. Maybe you can. Somebody else can relate to that guy. You see, people people have, are different, have different interests, and different range of emotions. Mm-hmm. Um. So there was a lot of there's big criticism of the show both ways. I'm not saying it was a perfect show. I told you why I didn't think it was a perfect show for two reasons. One. Diamondback was kind of meh. And three, I didn't see one member of Dipset. So I'm like, how authentic was this show? I mean, Jim Jones can say Kapu. <laughs> I see that Marvel is a big fan of Wu-Tang. Yeah, oh, no, no, no. Of course they're the fan of the Tang. <laughs> uh, well, how Ghostface was in the first Iron Man. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, this, and, the, and you had to have Ghostface because his alter ego is Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like... This isn't the first time that Mar- just thinking about it. This is the first time that Wu Tang has existed in the MCU. White people don't love all hip hop, but rich white folks love Wu Tang. So it's it's been thoroughly established that Wu Tang Clan is definitely and, and, in the MCU. And nothing, oh, or, and and and, and, and they nothing to fuck with. And they taught people how to diversify their bonds. That's true. So yeah, that's a hashtag I'm going to start. Is uh, rap taught me? 
Yeah, what, what rap music? That's taught me. <laughs> Actually, Jenna Marbles did it, and it was kind of funny. <laughs> She's good. I was okay. gonna t- I was gonna talk to you about something. No, we'll talk about that next week. Okay. Um. So. My like there. Okay, so the two controversials. There was two controversies about it. Uh, Some black people, I guess they were too woke. Said it wasn't black enough. He wasn't preaching to the real issues. I was like, first of all, this is Marvel and owned by Disney. They were not going to make roots. I, I actually, I, they made quite a bit of commentary. They, they, did. Made, they talked about gentrification. They talked about yes, hard they, about gentrification. They, they beat that shit home. I think they talked about every issue I wanted them to hear about. I'm like, damn, but I, I still want this to be. Uh, I, they mentioned Trayvon Martin in the, yeah. the show, right? They said Trayvon Martin's name. Yeah, he did not need to walk around with a hoodie, but he walked around with a hoodie for a long part of the show. A nigga that that's gun trained on him walking around in a hoodie. He was a big black dude, so the scariness factor of the being a scary factor. He wasn't light at all. He was dark skin. <laughs> he was a black dude. Another one of us. Um they 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 brought up police brutality. They brought up the you, how I don't think it was anything I was really appreciated social the social commentary and it was it was, it was, it was great. Show, look, and it wasn't Beating you over the head with it. That's what I liked about it. It, it. Again, this is also a comic book. So you can't fight all the most. Huh? What, what does that mean? Go ahead. You can't fight all the injustices in the world with a comic book. And we weren't asking to them. This was a this was a takeaway from reality. But this show was real as fuck. Like you don't get more real than this with something with a work of fiction. This is a work of fiction. There is no bulletproof Negroes, but everything else about this show was hella real. I had to explain this to people. I'm like, this was the wire. This was how power is. This was a real ass show. One of this niggas just can't be hurt by bullets. Now it can't be hurt. We saw him get hurt. They can't be hurt by bullet, regular bullets. So the shit was, I almost, I told Keen like, the Method Man episode made this almost damn near law and fiction to me. Like, this shit was awesome. But then, um, <laughs> so that was the some black people backlash. And all right, you, we can't please everybody. Uh, the the My favorite backlash. Criticisms I read about, it was, you know how conservative conservatives use code words uh-huh. to not sound racist? Mm-hmm. All right, these are like superhero conservatives using code words to not sound racist. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought the music was a little bit too profane. Mm-hmm. I didn't think Okay. Again, Jajena's one, he did say nigga a whole lot. Hey, that was amazing. That song was great. <laughs> it was a good song, but I'm, it was way I'm, too many niggas. It made me go get his album. Okay. Oh, damn. I'm like, wait, this is not a classic man. He did, he just did that to sell some records. Mm-hmm. And then he, as soon as he opened it, he's like, Hail to the Chief. Hail to the Chief. Nigga. Mm-hmm. Which I appreciate. Yeah, no, that was a great song. Might have been too many niggas, but anyway. I'm I'm a little surprised. I've never heard you say that before. For your for a in, casual in, in, uh, in, in my 15 year history of knowing you, that, that that's something that kind of surprises me. For no, Ply's album one song had two <laughs> nigga. Uh, with that one song where he says nigga like 190 times, you know exactly which song I'm talking about, right? Where yeah. he says nigga like 90 times, like that was too many niggas. I, I think we're we should not nigga quota right now. Yeah, we but did. The Jenna, the like, cause I, cause here's the thing. It says Marvel. So <laughs> the reason why it broke the internet because more black people watch this show and more people of color watch this show because, hey, whoa, this looks something new. But when you say Marvel, you're thinking 
white guy. And they had to sit up. They like they caught the first two niggas like, oh, yes. Okay, well, this is a black show about Harlem. And then did something come along like, whoa, whoa, kids, cover your eyes. I see that. Even, <laughs> even that, though, I was like, hey, militancy. That's, that's, it, was, it, was subtle, it, was, it was subtle, but it was it was there. And speaking of which, yeah, I, I did see a lot of people both on my Facebook and on my timeline who weren't black people, just people of color who were very excited about this show. Yeah. Like, and y'all have heard me say about it. Like, I'm hella excited about Aquaman because that fool, like, I'm excited because I read places, I think I read places where they said it's going to be Polynesian as fuck. And uh, I mean, I'm not going to say they're going to throw fire around and shit like that, but they're they're going to play on the uh, Polynesian ancestry of Jason Manoa or Momoa, whatever his name is. And so I'm excited about that because I identify like myself. I have a lot of Polynesian friends. So like this is, I'm happy for this. Like me and a bunch of my Polynesian family, we're hella about to go see the Disney Polynesian princess. I'm like, hell yeah, this shit should be awesome. So anyway, that that's, oh, that's called because you grew up with people, you understand them. Then you, we got white friends that just... I don't understand this Black Lives Matter. <laughs> like, oh, okay, whatever. So you just you just didn't see what we were going through as kids? All right, whatever. Anyway, so my favorite, the criticism that I didn't think was coming because a black super a black superhero in Harlem, everybody knows about Harlem, right? A black superhero in Harlem. I think this is going to be black as fuck. Because you're familiar with the historical context of Harlem? Yes, and he's a bulletproof black dude, so I just knew it was going to be black. White people was upset because it was too black. They were like, there weren't a lot of white people in there. The show wasn't diverse. Man, like, this is how like I feel about 99.9% of television shows. I had to sit through an hour, two hours and 30 minutes of fucking Batman versus Superman, and I didn't say one thing about diversity. And the only black person on screen was Lawrence Fishburne. I actually forgot he was in that. I was gonna you say- forgot he was in that shit. Yeah. So I sat through... Uh, Man of Steel, one black person, same black person. I said through all the black, all the Batmans, one black person, Morgan Freeman. Don't forget Two-Face in the 1989 version of Batman. Tommy Lee Jones is not black. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Tim Burton is terrible, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, I love Tim Burton. Leave me alone. No, no, no. Today he said diversity doesn't matter. Of course he does it, because he's Tim Burton. He's fucking weird, period. When was the last time he made a good movie? Planet of the Apes. I don't know, man. Don't ask me questions like that, all right? Don't. You can't say you like Tim Burton, then. I like other old Tim Burton. I like the first Batman, <laughs> which had no black people in it. <laughs> it did have black people in it. What? Billy Dee Williams was, was Harvey uh, Dent. Yeah. Never forget. But they, he wasn't Two-Face. He was Harvey Dent. Yeah, he was going to be Harvey Dent. But he then, was too pretty to make him Harvey Dent. They was like, but, no, we can't ruin that. <laughs> what the fuck? And he'd still be prettier than all of us with half a face. <laughs> I'm only half as pretty, motherfucker. <laughs> he, he's like, that's still 100% pretty. I don't know how the math works. It's Billy D. Williams, all right? Billy D. He tried to sell me Colt 45. I drank it. We're getting on a weird tangent. Do you want okay, to you you ra- wrap the show up? Hell no. I'm not done. We are done. I'll tell you when I'm done. Go, uh, go ahead. So how do you feel about like the comic book version of it towards the show version of it? Man, uh, I want to talk about that because I think... Oh, you know what I mean? Talk about like white people outraged. They were crying. Yeah. They called the show racist. Yeah, that was funny. That was... I think whenever... And then my favorite part is, wait till they see Wakanda. <laughs> I'm like, this is only a city. Wait till you see a country that is made of black magic. 
there's no black magical black people and we're going to be pro black as fuck anyway all right so I'm wearing, my last point was I'm wearing leather to the theater and a hat I'm wearing a daishiki <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot we have, we have to get podcast from Matter Dashikis. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting fucking Dashiki. We can get them at the rent. I'm, just, I'm really going in there like and saying this like, oh, we have come using my worst African accent. I have good African accent, but no, I'm going to say he is the captain now, America. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's my last point. Was how did you feel about comic book adaptation versus show adaptation? They they did a great job of. Respecting the source material uh-huh. and then bringing it into like a new a new universe, mm-hmm. which 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 is a great nod to the fans and man Misty Knight. If you don't know about Misty Knight, if you do know about Misty Knight, you know that they made a big hint as to what's happening to her character going forward. Oh wait, I which don't is know which is her. a huge nod to comic book fans. I don't know about her. Should I look her up? Or are you going to tell us? Uh, she gets a cyborg arm. Oh, that's who that is. Yeah. Then I do know who. It is. Okay, I just remember her name, and I thought you remember. Her her cyborg arm is so powerful it can cut through fucking animanium. Yep, she's the best. She gets cooler, which is which is dope. And and, so, and she's like she is um she's like a funky Beyonce's character in Austin Powers. She's like Cleopatra, uh, like Foxy Cleopatra, but with uh more so bigger afro, and she like can cut through fucking adamantium. She's I like how they're just like hey hey you better you should probably go to the hospital that arm that arm might might fall off and get robotic and she's like nah I'm fine and then night nurse yeah yeah it's, but take care of that oh, arm take care of that arm I, I like a few linchpins of the whole universe I love uh, uh, Rosario Dawson just being the linchpin and I love how he changed the beating of let's go get some coffee that's my new line from now on some guy on Twitter <laughs> so I don't know if you've seen it so there's an actual Luke Cage Twitter and so a guy was like, I was watching Luke Cage. And he's like, I was watching Luke Cage with my girlfriend. And when he came on the screen, she goes, mm. And he was like, nope, we can't watch this show anymore. My girlfriend can't be talking like that. And so the Luke Cage Twitter uh, posted, does she like coffee? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes! <laughs> but the show is great. It has its flaws. It wasn't perfect. But <coughs> at right now, this show was awesome for not just black people. It was awesome for everybody. It was a good show. It wasn't overpowerful. They they didn't slap you in your face with powers. Like it wasn't over top. And I'm excited for season two. Hopefully, we get some Missy Knight. Uh, we're gonna get a probably a better. Redu- there was a lot of Easter eggs that hinting that Defenders is coming. Defenders is coming. Uh, they're tying in this universe. And I just love it when they say a uh, hammer, a Thor, a silver hammer, or just like it, just laying, hey, 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 this is all coming together. Not like DC, where <coughs> everything's a clusterfuck over there. Good. I know DC must be pissed. They're like, they're going to do this into a movie too? Fuck. I was waiting for somebody to come. I was waiting for somebody to come slap uh, a 49 page. 50,000 page paper on there saying Sokovia Court. Oh, then be like, so what do you think about this? No, that he has to sign it. Oh, no, I don't want to see that. It might happen in Defenders. We'll see. Yeah, but I was, I was waiting for it. Like, they don't know who Daredevil is. They don't know who is. I I really wanted a fucking Tony Stark cameo. Or like, I, like that would have been cool for somebody to say, oh, you got to um, sign this. 
Yeah, he's too street level, I guess. Up, yeah, right, but up, they were making they making everybody. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. Because remember they in the new okay in the new um, shield. They're making everybody sign that thing. So if you have powers and they know you, you have to sign this as a covet court, even if you're not working in the field. Hmm. Well, maybe we'll see that later. So that's what I, I kind of want to see that, but I'm happy. I'm I'm cool without seeing it. All right. You got anything else before we wrap up? I never wrap it up. Cool. Shout out to Ric Flair, the Four Horsemen, and Shannon Sharp. Believe in yourself. Yeah. Two up, two down. Oh my God, Ric Flair! Did you hear about the Ric Flair news? No. So Ric Flair was twending, trending. So and everybody was like not. Paying attention. Is he data racist? No. All right, good. He he he. It it's he hinted that he fucked uh, Halle Berry in her prime. Ric Flair is the greatest wrestler of all time. <laughs> How do you hint at that? He said I fucked Halle Berry in her prime. Oh, okay. He hinted. Well, woo! She got some of the nature boy. Good, and for, I'm proud of her. Good for both of you guys. All right. All right. Thanks for listening. That's how you end the show. Uh, make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes. And Stitcher, Twitter, Facebook, email us at allpodcastmatter.com if you'd like to give us uh, suggestions or questions, if you want some financial advice. We're upgrading the show. Some good you'll recipes. See next, you'll, see, you'll see next regular show how we updated the show. Yeah, I'm super Don't give away any spoilers. I didn't. Oh, okay. Don't tell me to give away spoilers. You just gave it away as a spoiler. You gave it away. All right. Well, I forgot what I was saying because you right. interrupted me. You you asked if people needed to help diversifying their bonds. Oh yeah, see you later, everybody.
But real niggas bounce back like Michael Vick I'm from the hood, so you know I stick to the script I came from nothing, I was born a misfit But now little nigga way too legit to quit I'm getting money like it ain't my birthday Like I'm bird flipping, count stacks like a nigga, so the whole chicken. It's shut style and reporting live from the kitchen. Fly nigga in the coochie and the true religion. I'm from the ghetto, but a nigga worth six figures. I put your ass on a permanent visit. On the way to meet you, make it cause niggas don't listen. I got my money up, now we can let the games begin. Please.